1: Welcome to tonight's Friday Eve edition of the Andrea K Show. Glad to have you all here with me. If you are on your way home tonight, I think tonight's commute is probably worse than last night's. It's certainly not any drier than it was. And there's actually, I got on my phone before, just a few minutes ago before the show, flash flood alerts all over San Diego County. Actually, in places that, I mean, we typically usually get flooding down by way of Fashion Valley Mall, like that cross through. Uh, some other areas of San Diego But I'm even here in places that I don't usually hear of Possibly flooding like up in Oceanside So, you know, hopefully everybody If you are approaching an area to where There's water across the roads The good rule of thumb is Don't try to drive into it Because you never really know how deep it is And even in San Diego cars Find themselves, people find themselves stuck We don't have raging rivers here People don't usually get washed away But really, just please If you're out there on the roads tonight Please drive safely And keep a good distance between you and the car ahead of you you know the common rules of the road and uh, hopefully everybody if you're stuck in your car also i hope you got a good yummy snack and a hot cup of coffee with you cuz that's how i roll and uh, you know also how i roll i don't i don't i, I don't roll alone in addition to always having a snack and a good cup of coffee with me i got my buddy dj Carrot sticks right
2: now you like dj we all love dj <laughs> <laughs>
3: everyone love each other out there drive safe and you know what the, the speed limit is is uh if, if it's raining you're allowed to drive under the speed limit a little bit it's okay everyone's like oh right. we're driving five miles under the speed limit and they're tailing and stuff yep. a little bit more patience and uh love each other
1: yeah love each other don't get into a no road rage love each other it is the christmas season after all and it's also hanukkah time And uh, I was just watching before the show the live stream of President Trump. I did not see it in my studio here. I've got multiple TV screens, thanks to the Crack AK team, as well as everybody here at the station, to make sure that during the show I can see what's happening in the world of news. And and I did not see one mainstream media outlet playing the Hanukkah address from the President of the United States to the people. We are a nation founded on Judeo-Christian principles. The state of Israel is our greatest ally, and we are not going to show the President of the United States Hanukkah address? That's ridiculous to me. If you're one of my Jewish friends, know that we love you and we stand with Israel here on the Andrea Kay Show. And of course, had I remembered that tonight was Hanukkah, I might have had my longest-standing crush. Not the real Benjamin Netanyahu, but Bibi! I would have had him on the show tonight to wish everyone a happy Hanukkah. We'll have
3: one more day. Tomorrow's the last day, so we'll right. have one tomorrow.
1: Maybe. Yeah, that's right. Maybe Bibi will call in the show and just melt me right into a right into a puddle here, even without lighting a menorah, even without a candle. Uh, i sorry. Eight, it
3: actually goes till Monday, the 10th.
1: Oh, it does? Well, why'd yep. you tell me we only had one more night of Hanukkah before the show?
3: I was incorrect. I'm sorry. It started on the 2nd. Sunday the 2nd goes to the 10th.
1: Yeah, you know that's one of the things that that I, I'm jealous of with with the Jewish people is that they get eight days of gift giving, unlike us, we only get one. You know, I think you get eight
3: we, pairs of socks.
1: <laughs> exactly. So, um, and I, I there's so much to cover tonight. A lot of breaking news on the Mueller investigation. Comey's going before Congress tomorrow. He didn't get his way in terms of those hearings. We got to talk about that. We got to talk about why. A Jewish, not a Jewish, a Chinese woman getting arrested in Canada. Why that caused the Dow to taint today? Who is being floated as the replacement for Jeff Sessions as the AG? And is that real? Is it just a phony leak of a diversion? What does it mean? Is it good or bad? We got that to discuss. But before I get into any of that, um, I do want to wrap up about Hanukkah by saying one of the things that so, was so important to me with President Trump was that I've never doubted on my mind that he did not have a true and genuine love for the Jewish people, and not just because his daughter is a Jew and married to a Jew, but because I do, as we heard from Paula White, President Trump's spiritual advisor, last night, no, the night before on the show, this is a man who has true Christian beliefs and faiths, and that includes loving God's chosen people. And I believe that he does, honestly, genuinely, and he is the first president. Let's remind everybody. Those who want to call him Nazi, those who want to say that he's white supremacist and all this kind of crap. This was the first United States president to honor the pledge of moving the U.S. Embassy to where it belonged. And this is a man who's proven with actions that he truly does understand why we need to protect God's chosen people and our greatest ally. And that means including speaking out and trying to push back and stop this Iran nuke deal which gives our enemy and Israel's greatest enemy, Iran, the means with which to do what they've stated that they want to do, which is wipe Israel off, off the map. And let everybody also be reminded that Mark Lamont Hill is not the first. He's only one of many Democrats, one of many Democrats who are African-American, one of many Democrats who were teaching in college universities, one of many Democrats who was a political pundit who sides with the Palestinian terrorist against Israel. We need to keep that in mind. Happy Hanukkah to everybody. All right, so uh the Mueller investigation, breaking uh breaking news happening there. Actually the first piece of breaking news that happened uh yesterday as reported by John Solomon from the Hill, memo to me and DJ Carrot sticks to invite John Solomon on the show. Um that you know, for a long time now, for how many months now, we've been asking for things to be unclass, be redacted, unredacted, and declassified, that the American people get the actual truth as to what happened with these FISA warrants. We've had a lot of assumptions that have been been pretty much corroborated in terms of the fact that the FISA warrants that Hillary Clinton and the Obama administration, the heads of the DNC, who I had been asking for let – me, let me say it this way. I, I started – I was one of the first people that I can recall that started by asking, wait a second. When we first heard that there were surveillance that had been done on the Trump campaign, I said, I want to know on what basis, on what legal basis, the Obama administration, and the, who was the head of the Democrat Party, on what legal basis they had to launch a surveillance campaign of the opposition party candidate. Then we started finding out that Hillary Clinton, who took over the DNC, which is illegal in its own right, had actually paid for the Christopher Steele dossier. So basically through that, she paid for the warrants. We've we've known a lot of this for, for a long time. But what we now know, which is probably the most damning, I think, to prove that the... The corruption in the FBI and the DOJ was not just bumbling, it was not just oversight, it was not just mistakes. The chain of emails that have been declassified conveniently right before the Republicans lose control of the House prove, according to John Solomon... That everybody involved, including Comey and Rosenstein, all knew that the that the Steele dossier was full of lies. They knew that it was unsubstantiated. Now Comey had gone before Congress and said that it was salacious and unsubstantiated. Later on, but we did not know that they knew that it was that it was the Steele dossier was the main piece of information used. Clapper neither Clapper nor Brennan would admit that the Steele dossier was the main before Congress. They refused to admit that it was the main piece of. Information information that was used for the FISA warrants. Number one, Comey did not acknowledge, since they didn't acknowledge that the steel dossier was the main thing being used, it didn't seem as egregious for Comey to state that he knew that it was unverified and salacious 10 months after the surveillance. Now there is evidence that the FBI and the DOJ knew that it was unsubstantiated, which means that they withheld, they lied to the FISA court. And on top of it, not only did they lie, because they are legally required to provide anything that is mitigating any proof of innocence to the FISA courts. And that means you don't go to them with lies paid for by Hillary Clinton that you know aren't substantiated. And then worse, they went and lied to the FISA courts by stating that a press release that had been done was some second additional piece of evidence that would therefore justify, justify surveillance. Because what happened was they were the ones who leaked the story. There is absolutely no legal basis on which this investigation was launched, no basis for it to continue. It is an absolute scandal beyond anything even remotely close to Watergate proportions that this has happened in the first place. And it's even more scandalous that it has been allowed to continue. And that is a black mark on Republicans and on Democrats, including Jeff Sessions. Later on in the show, we're going to talk about who is being there. We've got more information and more details coming out about this Mueller investigation Uh, other mitigating evidence that that Mueller has withheld from the courts involving President Trump, involving Cohen. We've got more information coming out about General Flynn and what was involved in those documents. We're going to talk about that a little bit later on the show. Got to make a, a sharp right turn because the Dow tanked again today. A lot of people getting concerned about uh, and getting squeamish about Trump's economic plan and the tariffs and what that means for us because we just, you know, GM, when they announced their layoffs, they blamed President Trump and the tariffs. So we've got Curtis Ellis, who's going to be who is, who is a trade and jobs advisor to President Trump. He's going to be here to talk about that. And I would love to hear from you. 888-344-1170.
0: FM ninety six point one North County, AM eleven seventy San Diego. The answer.
6: message and data rates may apply.
7: Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head? Comb it over? Wear a hat? Just stop. This isn't 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration expert, can give you your real hair back permanently check them out today because they're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to everyone who texts star one to eight five eight five zero dude you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment people all over the country trust bosley because they're ahead of the curve they use the latest technology to give you your real hair back and the best part bosley's permanent solution is protected by the bosley guarantee Let them show you, for free, how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text STAR11 to 85850. Ask about the Bosley Guarantee. S-T-A-R-11 to 85850.
8: This is a story about a battle. Believe it or not, it's a real-life battle that happens every day, all around us. And sometimes, people don't win. Sometimes, stockings are still empty on Christmas morning. Or kids go to bed hungry. Or don't go to bed at all because they don't have a home. Or even a place to sleep. Larry Elder here. That's why we are partnering with the Salvation Army, because they fight for good. With the help of generous people like you, we can help the Salvation Army fight to put food on tables, presents under the tree, and joy in the hearts of our neighbors most in need. So today, I'm asking you to go to teamelder.org. Please help us reach our goal of $150,000 by year's end. At teamelder.org, whether you give a little or a lot, every dollar does a world of good in your community. Consider a gift of $25, $50, or even $100. As we count down the number of giving days till Christmas, you're invited to support Love's Army by donating to the Salvation Army at teamelder.org. Love has an army. Together with the Salvation Army, we can continue doing
4: the most good. FM 96.1 AM
9: 1170, The Answer.
4: You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea K. on The Answer San Diego.
1: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Cash. glad to have you all here with me. 888-344-1170. Before the break, we were talking about uh, the latest the uh, latest additional pieces of information to prove how absolutely politicized and weaponized the FBI and the DOJ was and what has uh, now just convinced us even more that we need accountability. We need we need to drain the swamp. And the people going all the way deep, deep, deep as part of the deep state as well as upwards in the Clinton, uh, the uh, Obama administration, there needs to be accountability for the crimes that were committed. And we're going to continue discussing that a little bit later in the show as we talk about who has been floated as the possible new attorney general. And I would love to hear from you guys on that, 888-344-1170. But we've got to make a right turn. We gotta make a right turn all the way up to Canada because for some reason some Chinese woman named Meng, I think, who works for a Huawei corporation, which I had never heard of before, suddenly her arrest from Canada and impending uh what's it when ex- extradition back to the United States is the reason why the Dow tanked four hundred points today been a long time since I studied economics. I'm no expert in it, and that's why I'm glad that we've got experts like Curtis Ellis, who is an advisor on jobs and trade for President Trump, joins me now. Hi, Curtis. Welcome back to the Andrea Kay Show.
10: It's great to be back. Thanks for having me, Andrea.
1: Okay, so who is this woman from Huawei, which I guess is the, the, the world's largest uh, telecom company? company in the world the world's largest as well as the number two manufacturer of smartphones i'd never even heard of this corporation let alone this woman but supposedly her arrest is why the dow tanked
10: yeah i don't know if that's the reason why the dow tanked uh there's so many reasons why the dow does what it does i'm not sure even the traders on the floor of the new york stock exchange know exactly what they're doing it depends on if their cocaine supply was cut off (laughs) but i can tell you this
9: (laughs) the huawei
10: yes the world's largest manufacturer uh, of of telecom equipment. They make a lot of the stuff that goes into the backbone of the Internet, the servers, and, say, number two smartphone manufacturer. They are barred from doing business with the U.S. government because they're also probably one of the world's largest spying operations. Uh, This woman, the chief financial officer of this company, was arrested in Canada in Vancouver, Canada at the request of the United States because her company busted the sanctions against Iran. You see, communist China uh, doesn't care where it does business and it did, was doing business with Iran against the international sanctions. Normally, the Obama administration or people like that would uh, issue a sternly worded sternly, sternly worded statement uh warning them against doing things like that. Trump administration says them. Arrest them. And that's what we did. Uh, We asked the the Canadians to arrest this woman and extradite her to the United States where she will stand trial. This is an an incredible uh, incredible achievement, incredible action. And I can see why somebody might think it would cause the stock market to to tank. Uh, However, this adds another dimension to our disputes with China over their cyber espionage, their theft of intellectual property, Mm -hmm. their subsidizing of industries, their attempts to become the world's leading economic and military superpower by any means necessary. That's what they're engaged in. That's what they're trying to do. That's what the summit in Buenos Aires was about. We gave them a 90-day deadline to come up with some deliverables on how they're going to reform their system. And this adds a whole new dimension to that dispute. It shows that this is about more than tariffs. We have more than tariffs to use to bring mm-hmm. pressure on the communist Chinese to change their cheating ways.
1: Well, it's yeah, it's it's uh, I'm flashing back to a, f- a couple of years ago. You know, the left is, you know, using the full weight of the FBI and the DOJ. Uh, to it, They did to cover up the crimes of Hillary Clinton to install her mm-hmm. then as president by interfering with the with the election through the use of phony FISA warrants in the Steele dossier then as the insurance policy to launch a, to, to launch a coup attempt and it 's all under the guise of Russian interference in in the election. Uh, meanwhile, right. this, these same people didn't give a crap that how many years ago was it when China stole how the identities of, what, 40,000 government workers? Yeah. I mean, China has been, which was an incredible theft of I, – I mean, what they have been doing is – and, Andrea, and, and, and hey, Andrea, nobody cared.
10: Nobody cared. Well, I'll tell you, they're paid not to care. China is the number one threat facing America right now. I recommend to all your listeners to read the book, the hundred year marathon by Michael Pillsbury. President Trump has read it. The author, Michael Pillsbury, president Trump says he is the leading authority on China today. He lays out China's secret plan to become the world's leading superpower. And he also lays out how they got to president Clinton. Look, President Clinton ushered China into the trading relationship we have today. Madeleine Albright made a fortune steering companies to leave the United States and relocate to China. And this has been going on. These people are paid to look the other way and to ignore China and peddle the happy talk that as China becomes more prosperous, it's going to become more free and more like the United States. Well, that's proven wrong. That's we, proven to be nonsense, and we ought to be asking ourselves, why on earth are we doing business with these people at all?
1: Well, right, because I'm, now I'm flashing on the fact that uh, that uh, Obama's job czar was the head of General Electric, and what was the first thing that he did was set up a whole lot of operations over there going on in China. Um, and yeah. yeah, and recently, before this, this arrest— you know, President Trump was asked about Russian interference, and he said that he felt like China had was interfering more in our elections. And it's also not lost on me that why was this woman arrested? What has been going on here but violating sanctions and doing business with Iran? Who is Iran what did I open the show with? Talking about, uh, you know, President Trump being pro-Israel and understanding – that, uh, that why we need to, to support Israel and that their enemy is the same as ours, which is Iran, who has said that their goal is to wipe us off the map. So we need to take deal with this China, this China situation because they're partnering with the people that want to wipe Israel and the United States off the map.
10: That's exactly right. It's all detailed in the 100-year marathon. It's all there for anybody to see. China wants to replace America as the superpower and replace Our influence in the world with their influence. They are a tyrannical, godless, atheistic, communist regime that has no respect for private property, does not believe in God, does not believe in individual freedoms. And that's the type of malign influence that they are spreading around the world right now. Their classic Chinese military strategy says you defeat the enemy without ever going to battle. Mm -hmm. They expect to defeat us by influencing our thought leaders and our opinion leaders and getting them to basically surrender without us firing a shot. That's what they did with the Clinton administration. They used people like Wall Street financiers who are making a fortune making deals in China to convince President Clinton and the White House that China is our friend and we have nothing to worry about. And yes, let's move all of our capital and all of our jobs and factories over there. It'll be great. Mm-hmm. yeah not great
1: yeah but aren 't these the same people now i 'm flashing i 'm having a lot of flashbacks tonight curtis and i 've never <laughs> even done acid by the way, but now i 'm flashing back on two thousand and twelve campaign with Mitt Romney and about how the republican party we were the party of outsourcing jobs when no we 're really that we 're really the the party about trying to create a, a friendlier business environment so that people will you know keep their companies here instead of going overseas. And uh, and that leads me kind of a segue into this next article before I have to let you go, is that a new report has just come out that for the first time in 75 years, we're a net oil exporter. That's huge news for us, isn't
10: it? It is huge news. And our abundant, affordable energy gives us an advantage over the rest of the world and gives us an advantage over places like China and other countries in Asia that have cheap labor. We have cheap energy. Our energy is cheaper. Natural gas is a third of what it costs in East Asia. So we can fuel our industrial furnaces at, at a much lower cost, and that gives us an advantage over these other countries. And because President Trump has a nationalist policy instead of this globalist policy, which is basically what's theirs is theirs and what's ours is theirs too, we're saying let's put this to work for America first.
1: Well, yeah, um, and you know, it, it's which is one reason why it's a head scratcher with the economic gains that we've had going into the midterms. Why we didn't have greater success, but then I've then I've reminded of all the shenanigans and the stealing and the and the electioneering and rigging that was done with the Democrats, including the ballot harvesting here in California. Um, but God bless President Trump. That in the middle. Of the weight of tyranny on him, breathing down his neck with this coup attempt for the FBI and the DOJ, that he is continuing to work hard and implementing economic policies that are making our lives better. And anybody who's hysterical over this Khashoggi dude getting, you know, offed by the Saudi Arabian government and Saudi Arabian soil in, in Turkey, uh, where this helps us get more energy independent. Y'all should be glad for That's President right. Trump, right? Final thoughts, Curtis, before That's we right.
10: have to go. That's right. Okay. Well, thank you, Andrea. Thank
1: you for Terrific being here. For
10: talking with you. All right. You bet.
1: Now, stay tuned because we got more Andrea K. Show coming up. 888-344-1170. We're going to, when we come back from the break, we're going to talk about, we're going to make a left turn. Back to talking about the Mueller investigation and the leaks coming out today on who might be the next attorney general. Then after that, a little bit later in the show, we got to we got to talk some Christmas stories and the attacks on Christmas. And then I've even got a question for you guys out there, kind of a philosophical question. Um, do you think it's wrong to tell kids that there's a Santa Claus and have them get excited about Santa Claus? What do you guys think about that? 888-344-1170.
0: FM 96.1, North Cali. AM 1170, San Diego. The answer.
1: Hi, this is Andrea Kay. On behalf of Move America Forward, this Christmas, we've teamed up to send care packages to our military serving overseas who miss their loved ones, some of whom will receive no care packs at all unless we send them today.
10: I had a young soldier, a couple of deployments while I was in Iraq. His family just couldn't send him something. My wife would call up places like move america forward and send care packages on their behalf because they didn't have that family member who could afford it or knew how to send it won't you call
1: in won't you help out or give online care packs are ready to go to our armed forces overseas Call in, dictate a greeting and the number of care packs you would like to send. Your gift of $100 sends 4 care packs to a serviceman or woman who won't be with her family this Christmas, and each $100 donation will send you a $20 gift card to Richard Walker's Pancake House. Go to the phone right now and help out. 855 the number 7 and the word troops. 855-787-6677. That's 855, the number 7, and the word TROOPS. Or you can give online at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. Call 855, the number 7, TROOPS. So
10: receiving a care package, receiving a letter from home or even from uh, another state stating that they miss us and they love us and they can't wait for us to be home with our families is so impactful. It's such a humbling experience, and it also lets us know that we're not just over there. That's
1: 855, the number seven, and the word troops. Or give online at theanswersandiego.com. Call 8557 troops, 8557 troops. That's eight five five seven eight seven sixty six seventy seven. 6677. While supplies last, each $100 donation earns a $20 gift certificate from Richard Walker's Pancake House with two locations La Jolla and downtown San Diego. Call 8557 troops or give online at theanswersandiego.com.
11: With our high utility rates, the last thing you need is to waste energy. If your home comfort system is constantly cycling on and off, or if you have harder cold pockets in your home, that's a red flag. Proper maintenance prolongs the life of your system and saves you money on energy costs. Jackson and Foster Heating and Air have been honored as a North American Contractor of the Year for providing superior service and top quality HVAC products at affordable rates. They're pretty proud of that award and look forward to showing you how they earned that honor. They offer 24-hour emergency service on every major brand. They won't try to sell you a new system if you don't need one and will never recommend any parts that are not necessary. Call Jackson and Foster Heating and Air for a cleaning and inspection. Mention radio and save $25 on your service call. Jackson and Foster Heating and Air. Our family serving your family since 1931. Call 619-667-4328, 619-667-4328, 619-667-4328. FM 96.1 AM 1170,
9: The Answer.
4: AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on The Answer San Diego.
1: Welcome back to tonight's Andrew K show. Before the break, I posed a question out there for you guys and I'm curious about what you guys think. 888-344-1170. A little bit later in the show, we're going to be talking got a couple updates on some stories that are the war on Christmas is just raging and the battlefield is everywhere. And uh, But as a side question, I'm wondering, more and more parents and Christian parents are not doing the Santa thing with their kids because they think it's wrong to lie to them. So I'm curious what you guys think. Is it wrong to do the Santa thing with your kids? Eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. 344 1170 Okay, so tomorrow, Jim Comey is going before Congress. Initially, he tried to fight it, tried to control the terms in which he went and answered questions. Uh, he should have been answering, answering questions with cuffs around his ankles. And his hands, because this man has clearly broken the law from perjuring himself before Congress, leaking classified information, covering up the crimes of Hillary Clinton and beyond. When he was – one of his times before Congress in which he lied was when he talked about the fact that the dossier was unverified and salacious, but had not – but he signed his name to the FISA warrants that involved that unverified, salacious dossier that he knew was paid for by Hillary Clinton, knowing – that they were that this was illegal spying and an illegal spying campaign the the corruption at the FBI and the DOJ levels is is mind-blowing to me mind-blowing he also had when he leaked the classified the notes from his meeting with president trump that was that was illegal to leak that and he leaked to the media which is something that the FBI has been doing uh one of the issues with reason why all that matters is, well, for many reasons, but as I talked about in the open of the show, it is wrong to they are required to give to the FISA courts, as well as really to any court, mitigating evidence. And that means that anything that might possibly exonerate the person that they're targeting. So that's why even if they thought there was a possibility, a chance that the dossier might be true, the fact that it was unverified should have been disclosed to the courts. Another area in which Mueller misled the courts was with Cohen. Cohen pleaded guilty last week to line to the Senate Intelligence Committee in 2017 about uh, the Trump's plans to build a Trump Tower in Moscow. He told them under oath that the negotiations ended five months before they actually did. Big deal. So Mueller, in his nine-page charging document filed with the court, failed to include—this is according to Zero Hedge—failed to include the fact that Cohen had no direct contacts to the Kremlin. So it undercuts the notion, the narrative, and the lies— that the Trump campaign had some back channel to Putin. Did Cohen attempt to contact the Kremlin? Yeah, but he did it through the the generic. Go to the website and look up the Kremlin and send a generic email uh, to to somebody and say, hey, kind of like you know I used to do when I was cold calling, you know, back for Xerox Corporation. You know, you don't know that you don't have the the name, you don't have a relationship with the big, so you know you you go online and see if you can find an email, and you end up sending a generic email. And it didn't go anywhere. And it never went anywhere. Uh, Page two of the same charging document offers further evidence that there was no connection between the Trump campaign and the Kremlin. Uh, The Hill goes on to say there was this, uh, it's kind of a complicated story, but the Trump Tower Tower Moscow meeting was spearheaded by this flaky dude, skeezy dude, sketchy dude, Felix Sater, who, you know, who also set up the meeting at Trump Tower. And this is the same, he had ties to Fusion GPS. He, and he himself, uh, according to this article, sources say Sater, whom Cohen described as a salesman, testified to the House Intelligence Panel in 2017 that his communications with Cohen about putting Trump and Putin on a stage for ribbon-cutting for Trump Tower in Moscow was puffery. So this satyr dude, this sketchy dude that everybody knows was sketchy, who had connections to Fusion GPS, was really, uh, I guess, some kind of plant to to, to try to set them up, offering them something that he didn't have, which is connections to the Kremlin. And it's all a bunch of nothing. It didn't go anywhere. And Mueller, why does that matter? Because Mueller knew it. And Mueller failed to disclose that to the courts. So, there's even more. I mean, basically, basically what we saw. If you look inside of what happened with Flynn and the charging documents to Flynn, what did it really disclose there? If you read the charging documents to there, you see that the real crime there was more leaks by the FBI. They unmasked him to the media, leaked to the media that Flynn had had conversations with the Russian ambassador. That gave them the excuse to go and interrogate Flynn. So it was all a setup. That's basically been the FBI and the DOJ plan. So, uh, and Jeff Sessions has known every bit of this. Jeff Sessions has done absolutely nothing as the swamp rat that he is. Now he's gone. Are we going to have a good AG? So we hear today that the former attorney general under President 41, this dude named Barr, has been floated as the possible uh, AG. And um, my initial reaction is he's just another swamp dweller. Because my concern is, is how can anybody, even though this guy used to actually, Mueller used to work for this guy back when they were working on, I can't remember even what investigation they were working on then. Um, I'm not convinced that anybody, even somebody like Barr, who has made some really interesting statements, he said that while he didn't think Hillary Clinton should, there should be statements like lock her up and she should be prosecuted. He felt like there were investigations of Hillary Clinton that should happen and it had not happened. Um, okay, that, that could be good or bad. That could mislead us into thinking that this is somebody who actually would be willing to investigate her and hold her accountable. But to say that there should be investigations doesn't necessarily mean that there will be to me. And it doesn't necessarily prove to me when we're dealing with somebody who goes so far back in government 40 years and is so tied to everybody who's already there in the swamp, it's hard for me to believe that even him who said that he supported Trump in his decision to fire Comey, I'm I'm not convinced that he's got the wherewithal, the desire – or the intention to drain the swamp and hold people accountable. And this guy bars his main supporters. There are Republican operatives who want to reassure the Democrats that his time under President Bush should reassure them. They don't really go into specifics in this article as to why the the Republicans think that, that his time under President Bush should reassure the Democrats. But when your focus of a nominee as the Republican Party is to make the Democrats feel better, that ain't my dude. That ain't my dude. Because you're signaling that this dude is not going to do what we need him to do, which is to take down any Democrat who's committed any crimes. And they have. He did say that he wished that another statement that he made that was kind of good, but doesn't necessarily convince me that he's got the wherewithal to hold anybody accountable— is he said that he he wished that – he said prosecutors who have donated to a political party tend to have a political bias, and, quote, he wishes the Mueller team had a little bit more balance. Um, you know, this – I'm just not – I got a bad feeling here. I don't think that anybody who makes – I think those are kind of sit-on-the-fence kind of statements. It's on the one hand here – uh, yeah, I'm going to make this strong statement here, kind of that sounds tough, but I'm going it, to, it's very legally, weaselly speak, sitting on a fence post kind of thing for me. And it just reinforces to me why I'm not really going to trust anybody who's from the inside taking over as the attorney general. I've got somebody patiently waiting on the phones who wants to chime in uh, before we go to the next break on my question that I posed to you guys out there, which is, is it wrong to teach kids? about santa claus because we know that there's not really a santa claus which means we are lying to our kids and is that a fun tradition that's sweet to get them excited knowing that eventually they got to learn the truth or are we really just propagating a lie on our kids and it's wrong so kelly from chula vista wants to weigh in on this and um hi kelly welcome
2: to the show hi uh, my name is ellie oh love your show awesome uh you're 100 about the whole molar thing it's just Anyway, uh but going back to the question, I um I'm a preschool teacher and I work with the little ones and you just don't want to crush their spirits when it comes to Santa. Uh Saint Nicholas was a real man. The church stopped celebrating saints a long, long time ago and we could get into that. It's a whole nother ball of wax. But he was a real man that pointed people to Christ. And Christ the the Christ Mass was a uh A thing that he took part in as a bishop, and so when I talk about santa claus i I tell the story of the true santa, but then i al- I always like to tie it back to how he pointed to Jesus and how the spirit of giving the spirit of helping uh, especially the stories around him, Nicholas and what he did as a young man and it was uh, they're just beautiful stories. They're they're everywhere. You could find the true story of Saint Nicholas and the traditions of bringing it here and all over the world. I'm from Brazil, grew up in the U S. as a legal uh, immigrant. We waited in line and loved it. We well, were thank you for that. I loved it. Well, thank you but, for loving yeah.
1: America enough to come here legally, to to want to come <laughs> here, and to do it in the legal way. And I'm glad that you. Yeah. I, I'm glad you're talking about um santa claus from the perspective of saint nicholas and who that was and that there's a way to maybe teach it to children in that way i would just tell you this before i have to let you go ellie one of the reasons why i'm asking this question is and if sister my sister donna is listening hopefully she's not going to get aggravated me but she when she found out that there was no santa claus that was going to come down the chimney and leave presents and that whole thing she was really hurt and angry by it I And so much so that she was, like, traumatized by it. And that's why I think I have no memory of ever believing in Santa Claus because she probably came into my crib when I was six months old and whispered in my ear, hey, there ain't no Santa Claus, right?
5: (laughs) So she ended
1: up not teaching her kids doing the Santa Claus tradition because she felt betrayed by my parents on it. And so that's why I'm I'm just opening it up to people, you know, what their thoughts are for that. Ellie, thank you so much uh, for being a great American and for calling in the show tonight. I appreciate it.
2: Merry Christmas.
1: Merry Christmas to you. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we've got a couple of Christmas stories out there, um, some latest in the war on Christmas, and um, a shocking story going on in terms of the indoctrination of children. Speaking of, of teaching children the wrong stories, wait till you hear this, and it's actually coming out of Louisiana and and Canada as well. More Andrea Keisha coming up.
0: FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer.
9: Everybody's doing it, and everybody's making money at it, except you. You're losing holiday business to your online competitors, and you don't know how to get in the game. Talk to us at Salem Surround. Digital marketing experts who offer a free analysis of your digital marketing effectiveness, even if you have none, and suggest methods that could dramatically increase your sales coming out of this season. That's SurroundSanDiego.com, connecting you with new customers.
0: Hi, this is Alexander Green, Chief Investment Strategist for the Oxford Club. Just for a moment, I'd like you to picture the perfect stock. No doubt it would have hundreds of billions in revenue, more than IBM, Facebook, and Google. It would probably be a leader in cutting-edge technology like smartphones and robotics. It would be on the verge of dozens of blockbuster announcements. But most of all, it would be ultra-cheap, trading at less than $3 a share. Now, it may seem crazy that such a stock exists, but it does. It's a cutting-edge tech company that has made deals worth hundreds of millions of dollars with Nokia, Microsoft, and Cisco, and a $29.2 billion deal with Apple. It's set to create 50,000 new jobs right here in America, and Donald Trump even calls it the eighth wonder of the world. Yet you've likely never even heard of the stock. Why? Because it trades under a secret name. To find out why the secret $3 stock can help you retire, simply go to onestockretirement.com. That's Onestockretirement dot com. I'm with Jim Castle, five-time Emmy Award-winning producer, working with MVP Kids to
7: make MVP Kids a reality. Jim, what aspects of the MVP Kids books most excite and challenge you in the process of developing and producing an animated TV series based upon them? I've been working with former Disney and Warner Brothers animators who have the skill sets to retain as much of the painterly, illustrative style that makes the book so inviting. The books are directed at preschool, early elementary... Elementary and above, we believe that each age level should be represented as a separate animated series of episodes. The same characters will appear in various series as they age up. The audience for the TV version of MVP Kids will literally grow up with the MVP Kids characters in the books, TV series, and specials. Learn about this fascinating project. MVPKids.com. Save 20% with our special Mike G coupon code. MVPKids.com. Promo code Mike G.
0: FM 96.1 AM 1170.
7: The
4: answer. AK, dynamite address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K show on The Answer San Diego.
1: Well, you cannot call me AK. You can call me AK 47. You can call me Anne. Do you remember that skit on Saturday Night Live with the guy who he said, well, but you does not have to call me. The guy with all the names. You're looking at me. DJ Carrot like you have no idea what I'm talking about. I have
3: no idea what you're talking about. Okay,
1: maybe you'll Google it. Uh, um, uh, before we, uh, I go back to any more stories, i got to remind everybody of a holiday fundraiser that I'm participating in tomorrow. I'm co-hosting with uh, Brett Davis from Let's Talk with Brett Davis. Tomorrow night in Chula Vista, it's a fundraiser for the survivors of the campfire which wiped out the entire town of Paradise. And many of those people not not that losing your home in the woolsey fire which many of the people who lost their homes there were you know high net worth individuals with 7000 square foot homes it's always a tragedy when you lose your home but most of the people paradise was a poor town a lot of the people who lived there were already poor to begin with before they lost lost everything and we've got our fundraiser tomorrow night in chula vista it starts at 6 p.m. dinner is at 6 entertainment is 7 to 10 it's down in chula vista uh, great food, there's entertainment. Some of the restaurants are Casa Guadalajara, one of my favorites, Sushiana on a Roll. Um, it's, it only costs $20 to get in. If you want to come, please, please do so. The information is on our website, uh, theanswersandiego.com. It's only $20 to come. Even if you can't come, if you would please call and make a donation, there will be a GoFundMe site set up because this is not just a one-night fundraiser. If you are able to come, please do so. Bring an unwrapped toy blanket or article of clothing and remember that at this time of this holiday time you know I was just talking about Santa and Christmas there's so many people that have absolutely nothing there was times actually my mother grew up really poor on a dairy farm in south uh Mississippi on the Louisiana border and you know she didn't you know we did the Santa thing like I talked about with my sister but uh, my parents almost went overboard with Christmas because there were many Christmases where they didn't get a present at all and what it did to my mother and how it it tormented her and hurt her because she thought you know why doesn't Santa love me or why am I not getting anything we don't want anybody from the paradise fire any of those survivors we don't want one child to go through this christmas without getting any toys so please 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 help with that all right i got to switch gears back now to uh, the war on christmas this article comes from uh, lifesite news evidently facebook Covered a picture of Santa Claus kneeling before the baby Jesus and put a warning, viewing the, uh, warning the viewers that the photo may show violent or graphic content. D.J. Carrot Sticks, can you help me to understand why a picture of Santa kneeling in front of the baby Jesus? Because it, this is basically a tie. This photo is about what our last caller was just talking about, which was uh, the patron St. Nicholas. This actually was a picture that was originally posted in 2015 with a poem explaining the illustration. Uh, My dear, precious Jesus, I did not mean to take your place. I only bring toys and things, and you bring love and grace. So it's just a really sweet picture. Um, Facebook's excuse for this... Uh, was to say that we we know that people have different sensitivities with regard to graphic and violent content. For that reason, we add a warning label to especially graphic or violent content so that it is not available to people under the age of 18 and so that people are aware of the graphic or violent nature before they click to see it. It's crazy. It's insane.
3: You know how many videos right now I could go on Facebook and see people fighting in the streets, all kinds of violent stuff. Oh yeah. They're not screening that, but then they put this on there. I just wonder if it was flagged by somebody else, like a bunch of atheists or something flagged it.
1: Uh well, I, I I I no, I believe that this this was Facebook because they this is what this as they explained that they did this. They didn't say anybody flagged it. They said that this is part of their protocol that they do. And and it's uh, and I believe that it's because Putting that on there, it's not just about the extra step. It's about they're trying to – tell. they want you to now believe when you click on it that that image is graphic and violent, that there's something wrong with it. That's why they're doing it. It's a form of indoctrination. They're trying to tell you that, Chris, that, that Christianity is evil and that it's wrong and that it's hate-filled. Yeah, I mean I posted a video the other day. I, I – I, I regularly have to do rules of the road for people in terms of how things are going to play out on my Facebook page. And people have been trying to drag me into their squabbles. And I posted this video that I don't even know where I got it. That cracked me up. It was like a Monty Python skit. Two dudes kept giving each other the finger on the street. I mean, that's certainly more graphic and violent, even though nobody landed a punch. But yeah, I mean, I can, how many rap videos and music videos are showing violence against women? And how about all the violent and graphic images against President Trump that Twitter and Facebook allow to happen day in and day out? This is absolutely outrageous, and it ties into my next article that has to do, uh, a lot of people have been talking about this one, a liberal church, in quotes, put uh, the nativity scene, put the baby Jesus, or maybe have been the entire uh, family, Mary and Joseph, in a cage. They went on to say that they're not, this was not an anti-Trump, but that they call it gospel activism. I call it a reason for you to lose your taxism status. Because you not only went political, but you went anti-Bible, and, it, and you don't even have any business calling yourself a church. I don't know what parish you're from, Father, but you might want to put down the Communist Manifesto. You might want to stop reading HuffPo and actually open a Bible. And then you might learn the reality that Mary and Joseph were not illegal immigrants. They weren't migrants at all. It's insane. I'm absolutely so sick of this. You know what's graphic and violent? Transgenders going into three-year-olds in libraries, trying to indoctrinate them into transgenderism. And now some of that, we talked about this story out of, out of Louisiana, and, and it's also happened in other places where transgenders are going in and doing reading books to little kids in libraries. What's that about? Well, let me tell you what it's about. As I quote... From a transgender, transgender, I am here to tell you, all that time I said I wasn't indoctrinating anyone with my beliefs about gay and lesbian and bi and trans and queer people. That was a lie. I have come to indoctrinate your children into my LBGTQ agenda, and I'm not a bit sorry. This is it. They're admitting, even the one in Louisiana where this story came about because the, the local people went to the parish council and were like, you should have at least come and asked us. Libraries, public libraries are paid by taxpayers, and the citizens went there and said, you've got this transgender teaching three-year-olds. The transgender in Louisiana, the quote I just read was from a transgender person in Canada, but the transgender person who's teaching these three-year-olders in, this, uh, in Lafayette admitted that he or she, or whatever it's calling itself, was intentionally trying to indoctrinate children. And it's being done with our taxpayer dollars that's insane and it needs to stop we're going to you know we what's being done and how our children are being used and exploited one person said in regards to this instead of protecting the precious innocence of our children with wholesome stories libraries are misusing our tax dollars to harm their innocence to attempt to dismantle and destroy the distinction between male and female is not only biologically ridiculous it's also a direct attack against God's plan for us and for the family Everyone who loves the family should wake up Pray and push back He went on to say that this is a direct result Of gay marriage Because it's not that word It was never really about that one specific word It was always about the next step It was about an indoctrination into our culture Far beyond Just two people deciding to share their lives together And push back We need to continue to do And we'll be doing that right back here tomorrow night At 6 o'clock Thanks to the listeners. Thanks to DJ Kieratsticks, Curtis Ellis, and you all. Love you all. Have a great night. And Merry Christmas. And Happy Hanukkah! <laughs>